Hey, what's up, you guys? Welcome to the Players Club Podcast, a podcast by the players for the people. And I'm your host, Darian Rencher. Welcome to episode 23 here at the Players Club Podcast. Uh, thank you guys for joining us once again for another episode, whether it's your first time with us or you've been on us for every episode. I appreciate you for tapping in, tuning in, all the above. And just thank you for all the support. I was back, uh, came out of Clemson. I moved back from Florida and was able to go to the spring game and be around Clemson this weekend. And just for all my Players Club podcast faithfuls, thank you guys for all the encouragement, uh, just all the love you guys showed me in person recently. Seriously, that means the most uh, just to know like you guys are really tuned in and enjoying the content. Uh, that's why I do it. I just want to continue to grow the platform, get people some more eyeballs into a lot of things I get to see and some things I don't get to see just from different guys that come on a podcast or women too. We're going to get some women on here at some point. Um, but just seriously, thank you guys so much for, for all the support, you guys. All likes, comments, share, subscribers. It seriously means the most. Um, and this week, we're going to talk about spring game. We got one of my good friends, former teammates coming on, KJ Henry. Mr. Personality himself uh, will be joining us. And you guys are really going to enjoy uh, that conversation. But first, like I said, I was back for the spring game. I was able to come back um, and just be around Clemson. Coach Swinney had a big fundraiser on Friday night. If the Clemson people know, like he does like a big fundraiser for his foundation. Invites a lot of foreign players back. They just inter- inter- intermingle with the, f- the fans, the donors, all that good stuff. So it was fun to be around my Clemson family. And then Saturday, um, I was able to kind of go to a couple of different functions, get on air with some of my good people. Uh, over at the Roar uh, Clemson, uh, but just hanging around uh, my first time being on the other end of like the Clemson experience since I was like a recruit. I've been in the midst of it, uh, being a player, but now just kind of enjoying the festivities, tailgating, uh, watching the guys, kind of just enjoying the fans, enjoying Death Valley from different angle. And just for the record, the spring game means different things to different people. Uh, like when you're a fan, uh, kind of my perspective now is like, you just want to see a good game. You kind of want to get the feel of football is back again. You want to tailgate, be back in your favorite stadium, which mine is Death Valley. And so, and also you just want to see the hope for the team, give some hope that's going to be a good year. That's all you're looking for. You're looking for a little excitement, some hopefully some growth from the last season and some of your favorite players to kind of perform like they should perform. But from like a football perspective, like the team as a player, like the spring game is like your time to really get some momentum going into the off season. And so spring, the spring is literally just to help development. You got a lot of freshman guys just getting on campus early enrollees. You got some older guys coming off the season. Some guys come back and they, the, the spring is for them to kind of really start to develop the things they want to work on to, to hopefully get them to that next step stage or level or kind of like performance level that they've been working for or desire. So the spring's huge. Um, but the biggest thing is you want to hopefully stay healthy because it sucks getting hurt in spring. You want to stay healthy during the spring ball. And really just come off the spring with momentum as a player. Like you've made some plays. You've proven that you can play going into the summer, which is kind of where you transform your body. You kind of make those huge strides, huge gains individually and then collectively as a team. You kind of start to grind and really build that foundation going into the season. But the spring is huge for, from my coach's standpoint because it's it's the foundation of the year. Like the last team is gone and it's over no matter if you won a national championship, no matter if you won two games. And the spring is like your chance to bring everybody together build a solid foundation, hopefully to make that climb on the next journey. So that's kind of the spring context. Um, and like I said, the spring games when the coaches divide up the team, because in college you, you can't have like a preseason game. You can only scrimmage against one another. So you divide the team and try to do as even as possible and you let them just go at it. And 
you have a winner, and usually the winner, Clemson, I don't know how everybody does it, the, the winner usually has a little punishment or something. The winning team gets something off. So that's kind of how the spring game works. But it was exciting. It was good to be back. I wore my rings. I say this all the time. I don't wear my rings a lot because I think it's like very, uh, just very toolish to, to say. Uh, but I, I picked special occasions to wear my rings. So I wore my rings this weekend. Saw a lot of my good friends, a lot of former teammates came back and we support the guys. But it was a really good time. Uh, my biggest takeaways with our, our D-line is scary, uh, and our team's going to be really good, in my opinion. We're going to let KJ get to all that here in a second. Uh, that's pretty much it. Like, uh, spring game was amazing. I'm back here training for a little bit, still waiting, kind of playing a waiting game like a lot of people are, up leading up until the draft and, like, the undrafted period. And I get married in, like, a week, like, 10 days. I know. Crazy. It's crazy. Uh, so that's coming up. Uh, but right now, about to be joined by my good friend, my brother, um, like a ball of energy all the time, KJ Henry, coming up next on the Players Club Podcast. Stay tuned. Episode 23, welcome back to the Players Club. I'm joined by one of my really good friends, uh, a guy who I would say has a huge personality, uh, brings a lot of laughter to my life. Uh, joined by my good friend, Keith Henry, also known as KJ. What's up, bro? There it is. What's up, brother? Appreciate you having me on. Glad for you to be on. Um, I want to get some out from Clemson because recently uh, they just finished up their spring game, who I've been a part of for five, six years. And it, some people think it would be weird for me not to be a part of it, but I actually think it's very appropriate that my time has went and gone, which I spent a long time at Clemson. Uh, so just want to hear from the man himself, uh, just based on how spring ball went. Uh, but first, tell us about the spring game. Yeah. Um, firsthand, you know, spring game went well. Um, I think, you know, the two perspectives I look at it from are a defensive perspective and, you know, being an older, older guy, a holistic perspective. Um, so defensively, I think we bought out low scoring game, um, you know, a couple minor mistakes here and there, uh, which always happens. But, you know, for the amount of guys that we had hurt on the defensive side and uh, the depth that we've been trying to really, you know, work on this spring, you know, I think the guys did a great job, like I said, keeping a low scoring game and just keeping the, you know, the points off the board. Um, so that was good to see. And then just from a holistic perspective, <clears throat> I think the team's really growing, um, you know, offensively. Flip side, you know, fans outside in don't really know what's going on, but definitely some injuries sure. battling there. And, and I, I do think we have one of the best D-lines coming in all of college football this year. Um, so having to, you know, really go up against us every day in, uh, day out, you know, it makes it, you know, a great uh, competitive environment. Um, but I, I think we're off to a great start for the year, you know, especially um, just trying to build off of last year. I think guys are hungry, uh, want to develop, want to grow, want to get better. And, uh, you know, after 15 practices, I definitely could see that. Definitely could see that. Boy, you sound like a veteran. You sound like a future coach. <laughs> um, who's your head coach? Shout out to him. Coach, coach Kyle Richardson, tight ends. Hey, led the, led the white team to the victory. Did a great job. Uh, me and Tyler got a – a penalty uh, for excessive celebration, unsportsmanlike conduct. Appreciate him wow. not really uh, chewing me out for that. Um, great day overall. Great day overall. But people asleep on Kyle Richardson. A man was like a multiple state time state champion coach. How do you say that? Winner. Uh, no, I, I, legendary I, winner. Yeah, he's a winner. There's no, there's no doubt about it. Uh, there's different levels of football, obviously, but. No discredit to what he's done, especially at the high school level. Uh, he's he, he's won a lot of games and wouldn't you know Sweeney wouldn't be in the position he's in today if you know he didn't earn the job. So he's definitely oh, gonna no bring doubt. some uh, bring some energy, bring some energy no to doubt. the tight end room. Bro, when when you look at spring practice um, as a veteran like yourself, 
What do you hate the most about spring ball? Um, <clears throat> is it the Paul drills? Is it a W drill? Or you can, y'all can't even do Paul drill no more. Can't do it. Wow. We do uh, goal on goal on. We do we do goal on stand. For, for all right, tell, tell the people uh, really quickly. Um, just all right. So Paul drill just for the people out there that may not know this. It's kind of like your your typical Oklahoma drill, uh, but due to uh, many reports <laughs> that may be unsafe for college football players. What that means. That has been done away with in college football. You did not know, and so now the Clemson Tigers do what? Uh, just goal line stand. So this is simple, eleven on eleven, um, and you know you got to run with inside the tackles, and defense got to stop you from getting in the end zone. So keeping a game like scenario, um, you know, still keeping it physical, keeping it competitive, uh, but not as um, on top of each other. You would say very, very realistic. Um, and I think it made a difference. Um, you know, it's still trying to tackle the the, the running back, uh, but definitely you could tell just like the rep wise and stuff. Like you could you could feel the difference between that and Paul Drew for sure. Yeah, yeah. Paul Drew was more so like mentality than it was realistic. It's not very realistic yeah. at all. Ah, uh, yeah, just love a good old Paul Drew, but yeah, yeah, that, that was that was cooked. Um, very close quarters. You know, at the end of the day, we all have our strengths and our weaknesses. Um, and I definitely like being on the edge. You know, I don't like being down the <laughs> middle of people. If I don't have to, and that's kind of what Paul Drew made you do, whether you liked it or not. So uh, it is what it is. Hint on this real quickly, like you talking about holistically looking at the team. You know, like a lot of Clemson fans are looking at this year's team. Obviously coming off a – we pulled out 10 wins. Thank you, Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But coming off a tough year, per se, for the Clemson standard, yeah. I really like this year's makeup of team, like offensively and defensively. As a veteran, you know what I'm saying, like captain on the team, leader on the team, future, whatever, yep. all that stuff, is how do you – what's your take on this year's team? Like, what are you, what are you thinking? Well, um, I am – you know, you're right. I'm, I'm excited about what we brought back. I think um, it's – I just love the narrative of us winning 10 games and we suck. I love that narrative, man. Seeing, seeing some teams do it for the first time ever this past season and get glorified for it, and we win 10. And it's like Coach Sweeney said, if he wins only 10 more next year, probably get fired. I just I love that standard for us. I, re, I, I genuinely do. It makes me laugh, but I also appreciate it because of everything that's happened before us. Um, right. And at the same time, really just <clears throat> I think about, you know, losing, you know, some of the offensive guys, self, Ross, and then a lot – but a lot of guys coming back, you know what I'm saying? Um, we're not – not really losing that much there. It's not going to be a young cast, uh, a lot of experience in the offensive room. And then defensively, a lot of new stuff. But the standard, you know, from, from what we've done it, from a defensive perspective for years now, it's been set. And uh, it's a lot of older guys led by the front, um, you know, the D-line right now. And um, <clears throat> everybody's just trying to – everybody's just trying to do better and be better, like I said earlier. So, I have nothing but, you know, great thoughts for what we could be. I know the potential's there. I know the talent's there. Um, but, you know, what I love most, the guys are just happy to be out there. There's not not a lot of any complaining or anything like that. Guys are just happy to work um, and, you know, appreciative for a chance to to really show what we could do this year. Yeah, you, hit, you kind of led it right into my next question. My biggest takeaway from the spring game, obviously people want to see the quarterback matchup. They want to see – hopefully a high-scoring game, which as a defensive mm-hmm. player, you like that. People just want to see some more yeah. points because obviously last year we didn't score a lot of points. Um, right. But, bro, the D-line looks scary. Like, I mean, there's like <laughs> on both sides, you literally could take four guys 
and go play at any school. No, I ain't gonna say any school, but but ninety eight percent of the college football teams that go start. Like you can take that D line and go win anywhere, any conference. Yeah. Um so what's your take on the D line? Well, <clears throat> I think we're gonna be special this year. Uh the Avengers are going to be very special this year. Um, we're gonna get to that. Yeah, of course. Uh I think after last season, um, no excuse by any means because every team goes through it, but I definitely understood what injuries can do to a team. Um, mm-hmm. So the focus for, you know, guys who not only are trying to make it to the next level this year, but trying to be successful is definitely going to be keeping us all healthy. Um, but definitely a chance to be really special, man. And uh, I think the guys know it. Um, when, it there's a selflessness. I think uh, as long as Coach Sweeney keeps alluding to that 2014 D-line that we had here, which, you know, he's talked about multiple times in the sense of just guys who just had to rotate in and just dominate consistently and who are still playing in the NFL today. Uh, you know, that that's something we see for ourselves. And then um, just having that, but like I said, potential and talent, that uh, high-tier talent that we they had in 2018, that we had in 2018, um, kind of putting those two together um, is, is what we see our D-line as this year and uh, have very high standards for ourselves and um, know we could be something special. No but talking to, speaking of the D-line room, uh, just mm-hmm. to give people context that aren't Clemson fans, but the ones that are Clemson fans, little job memory memory lane right here. Uh, yeah. In 2018, we had some some fellow Tigers that named themselves the Power Rangers. A little excluding of the rest of the group, it was just four of them. Um, big exclusion. That's fine though. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Hey, it's fine. Look, young it's guys fine. come. I, I I'm all about uh, earning your stripes. So no ill feelings. Earn earn not one of a stripe, and would never want to be a Power Ranger because. <laughs> Being an older guy, they definitely earned that, and I get that. But, uh, yeah, that so was all the, down the, for sure. Right. 2018, you had the four Power Rangers. Christian Wilkins, yes. Dexter Lawrence, Austin Bryant, Cleveland Farrell. Yeah. Uh, but times have changed. We're embarking on a new day in Clemson football. And I first caught wind of this on Twitter. KJ, oh, uh, I, I would assume you, you're the main culprit. Uh, tell the people how the Avengers came to be. <clears throat> well... <sighs> It started from a couple things. Um, I think uh, number one is, which the guys don't really, they know this, but they don't know this, is I love movies. Um, and, you know, a lot of the movies, we'd like have a D-line, just go watch movies together. And it were the Avenger movies. Um, big Avenger guy, XT's a big Avenger guy. So being some of the older guys on the, on the D-line, that's kind of just been like our love ever since we've been here. Um, just connected with those superheroes, like really getting into their backstories and stuff, like really being some nerds about it. So that's where kind of the love came. And then just coming into this year, it's like, you know, being a fifth year senior, like every fifth year, guys having a, you know, way on going to the league or coming back, you have to have that peace, you know, find that peace about um, coming back and not only coming back, but not being miserable. And, right. you know, that, that <laughs> thought creeped into my mind too, right? You know, it's like, I can't regret this decision. I had to take it head on, and that's kind of where both of these two things kind of match up. Like, well, we about to have some fun this year. Not only about to have some fun, uh, we're gonna be good. And I love my older brothers, but we ain't no damn Power Rangers, so we're gonna have to figure <laughs> this out. And um, and we did. And uh, I really don't remember like who, whether it be myself, XT, TD. Like, I really don't remember who's the first one to say like, but we could be the Avengers or whatever. But it came, it came to light. Um, we talked about you know each other's characters and whatnot. And, Really didn't have a plan for, like, putting it out. And the day I tweeted something was literally right after practice. And I forgot, you know, the lady who asked me the question about the Avengers. 
Um, but she kind of doesn't even know that she was kind of the inspiration for us even announcing it because I just went in the locker room and was like, hey, guys, like, when are we going to put this out? Like, when are we going to say something about it? <laughs> and I think Ruger someone was like, bro, let's say something at 8 o'clock. I was like, bet, let's say something at 8 o'clock. <laughs> so <laughs> we just threw it out there that night. Um, and it's been awesome. It's been fun. Like I said, it's Kevin the Lighthearted. It's allowing us. Really, I don't think anybody's peeped. I haven't seen anybody say anything about it. Um, but every, and, you know, it'll, it'll come to light, you know, through the plays that we make. But every person on, you know, at least the guys, the main Avengers, like, cause that's one thing about the Avengers, too, is, like, it's a big group. And it's a lot of them. That's kind of, right. And that was done on purpose is because there are main Avengers, yes. But everybody on this D-line, you know, not only brings something to the puzzle, but, you know, can ball out for real. And that, yeah. that was the biggest reason for why we had Avengers, because everybody can be somewhere. Now, with that being said, there still are the main Avengers. <laughs> and, uh, and, and the main Avengers um, that, we, that we displayed on Twitter, everybody has their own celebration for who they are. Uh, right. As you see me salute, you know, during the spring game, that's kind of what I'm going to have to bring, you know, being Captain America or whatnot. So you'll see that as guys continue to make plays. We talk about it all the time. Um, as far as like what we got to do when we make plays, you know, to show who we are. Uh, but no, nah, it's been it's been fun. And the coaches have bought into it. Some of our play calls have to do with being Avengers. Um, oh wow! So yeah, no, nah, it's it's definitely it's picked up storm. Everybody in the facility is loving it. Um, you know, Big Bina, he's loving it. Like it, every everybody's it's making it fun, making it lighthearted, and uh, definitely giving us a sense of you know go save go save the world. Go save the world. Go save Clemson. Clemson go needs save, another natty, KJ. Save, and I'm not responsible anymore. Go save a trophy. Go, the fate is in your hands. Um, mm, I'm sure there'll it. have to be some showing of costumes at some point in the next year or so. Uh, so just I can't wait. Can't wait for that. Uh, just, just off the top Halloween. of your head, though. Halloween, Halloween's for sure. has got to be a fun time. Yeah. Halloween got to be. Um, off the top of your head, do you know your fellow Avengers? I do. Um, so the guy. Could you, that we could put you out give us a rundown, Twitter. please? Yes. So uh, in front of you today is is Captain America, um, the most basic, but the leader. Um, and then mm. you know we got XT, as Thor, uh, Justin Maskell, Doctor Strange, Miles Murphy, uh, Spider Man. We got Brian as the Hulk, Tyler Davis, Very Iron funny. Man. Yep. Um, we got Rook as Black Panther, uh, E.T. as Falcon, <laughs> and Trey as Hawkeye. Um, and like I said, different guys, uh, different guys um, in the background. Definitely got some some love to Peyton's Ant Man, um, Kevin's War Machine, and it goes on and on. Um, Greg's Vision, uh, and and the <laughs> thing is, ev- everybody, everybody has a reason for who they are like it's not just we drew a deck of cards like everybody has a reason um and it's just funny to us how we come about everybody's reasoning for who they are some are more obvious than others um but everybody everybody has a reason for who they are they correlate to their character in some way for sure i love that bro look i'm excited yeah like you gotta you gotta y'all bring a little swag to the year so i'm excited for it but um a couple more things before we take it we take people back uh down kj's like journey um, one of the biggest things that happened this past off season or like right during the season actually was that the person who you, play, you came to play for coach Venables, uh, took a new job mm-hmm. and left mm-hmm. like in your perspective, how did coach Venables, like what, what was your take on coach Venables leaving? Yeah. Um, so 
you know, I think, you know, having my pops be a part of this business, it was rare, number one, you know, to have a culture like Clemson to where it's just so weird for like a coaches to leave, right? Like that's such such a norm that everybody else really has to deal with. Um, and all the college football is a coach leaving every two years, three years, whether they get fired um, or whether they get hired somewhere. And before, you know, obviously the big change, we had this offseason, like probably kind of on one hand, like how many coaches we had lost on the whole coaching staff. Um, in my four year, in my four years here, so that was just weird because I had definitely myself gotten comfortable, so I know the guys did as well. Um, but at the same time, you know, I, after you take back from just the emotional connection that Coach B had on all of us because he was a, a great coach to us and a great mentor, um, you just have to be happy for him, right? Like it's it's a place where he had been. Um, you know, he grew and developed over the years as a defensive coordinator, and it's probably one of the only jobs because he turned down a lot of jobs. He said no to many a jobs every year. He did. Um, so it was the one place where I was like, this just feels right. And um, all you can do is really be happy for him at the end of the day. A lot of new opportunities for a lot of coaches, and like these are family, you know, changing decisions, generational wealth, you know, type decisions that are being applied to these families. Um, so at the end of the day, yeah. Feelings were hurt. There's no doubt about it, um, but it wasn't personal. We definitely get that, and uh, Not at all. you know, definitely, definitely wish him nothing but the best. He's putting in the work. You know, you know, Coach V, a uh, high energy guy. He's gonna, he's gonna get it out of you. There's no, there's no way, of, there's no way around it. Um, there's no way around it. But definitely was a weird landscape. Not necessarily because of who it is, but just because of um, what we've been used to at Clemson. I'd say no doubt. That's a great way to put that, bro. And. We've talked a lot on this show about Jimmy Greenbeans. Like we've heard from him <laughs> himself. We've heard from him from four, former quarterbacks like Chase Bryce. Um, you've had a lot of experience with Jimmy Greenbeans. I just want to hear uh, what was that life like on like a regular day of practice uh, with Jimmy with Jimmy Greenbeans. Yeah, and you know to hit back to the fact Jim, Jimmy Greenbeans, which I know Wrench has already talked about, but. It's Coach V um, practice persona when he plays quarterback. One of the worst quarterbacks I've ever seen. Uh, there's no doubt about it. <laughs> he uh, can't throw the ball for nothing. Um, very, uh, very lackluster athleticism. Um, field vision bad. It's all bad. He warms up before practice with his arm. So that's what makes me laugh. And he's really like, it's funny because Coach V, being a high-intensity guy, he's going to chew you out, and, and he wants you to be right just as much as you want to be right. So you have to respect that about him. But when the quarterback is the one chewing you out, as a defensive player, it's really hard to not hit the quarterback. And <laughs> I, w- I would say one of the best and but hardest things was, like, it was easy to stay away from the quarterbacks in practice. Once we get in the scout team, it's like, if we hurt this quarterback, we ain't going to be hurt on Saturday. Like, he, as long as he can walk around, we'll be fine. And right. he's definitely, you know, you ask him, he, he's, he's called a couple of injuries. There's no doubt about it. <laughs> um, no doubt. But, nah, honestly, it's it's crazy impressive uh, how he can read a defense um, from his from his quarterback perspective and correct it immediately. Like, all 11 positions, I kid you not. And one guy messes up, it might as well be like there's a sign over you saying, I did it, because he's going to see it every time. Every time, every time, every time. And I think that was, out of everything, uh, all just aside, that was, like, really impressive to me coming in. It's like, dude, like, how did he know um, that I messed up on that play? I feel like he wouldn't even look at me. Um, and that's definitely through different calls. You know, he will um, pick up the stress of the call uh, to make sure that we're on it. 
I think that helped a lot, uh, you know, when you come to offenses and tendencies and whatnot. Um, as far as, you know, how we played on Saturdays, I think that was a big factor of it. But, yeah, um, one of the best guys, but easily one of the worst practice quarterbacks we've ever had. No doubt about yeah. it. No doubt. But, hey, there's a new sheriff in town. A couple a couple new sheriffs. Uh, you're getting the first-hand experience of their first year uh, being DCs. Uh, just enlighten the people on, like, uh, new Johnny Karras, Wesley Goodwin, and then Coach Collin yeah. being the new DCs. Yeah. Well, Johnny Karras is no more. We actually do have scout team quarterbacks now. Um, they let they let <laughs> that slide. But uh, Coach Wes, first off, a great addition to, to the uh, – to the defensive staff been been with all of us you know our whole time here but really just got a promotion and, and uh you know a little iffy i'm not gonna lie a little iffy from the guys we just didn't know we didn't know what we didn't know when we first got I hired that right. after a spring we know now that's all i'm gonna tell you we know now and uh, ain't nobody ain't nobody questioning what we might have questioned when sweeney made that hire you know um ain't no doubt about it and you know i have a hundred percent Right here, KJ Henry telling you 100% faith in Wes Goodwin and what he's going to do for us in the coming years. Um, and with that, Coach Khan, uh, also another big-time winner on the high school level and then been nothing but successful on the back end ever since he's been at Clemson. Um, you know, he's he's bought a – you know, I think the fire that we still have comes from him when it's needed. I think we have great um, accountability and leadership right now. Um, and obviously Wes isn't the most – the loudest guy in the room, which is fine when you had that, but Coach Khan can definitely bring that fire to you and, and definitely the same amount of uh, intelligence uh, as well on the back end. So, you know, it's a team effort when it comes to to our coordinators, but yeah, uh, they're they're doing a great job. It's definitely different, but, you know, we, we ain't skipping a beat. We're flying around, having fun, and, and we, as you see, we make a play. All right, so if the people don't know, KJ, you are a very high recruited guy, top 15 – I mean, I might be shortchanging you, whatever. Uh, recruiting the country, you got a lot of <laughs> you got a lot of places to go, bro. And obviously, the recruit landscape has changed a lot. Um, but what made you come to Clemson after going to so many schools? Like, what was the, the biggest the biggest thing that made you come to Clemson? So, yeah, um, I'd say location was one. Um, just going through like where my mind was in location was one. The success was one. Um, you know, the graduation rate, Sweeney still raised about it today, but that was one. Um, but I think the two biggest things, and, and you know myself, I can get on a soapbox about Paul Journey. But, uh, right. I, but shout out. I, I can't – shout out to Paul Journey. I can't leave – I can't say enough about the leadership initiative we had there. And it literally was one of the biggest, like, differences in all of college football. Like, yes, this team is one of the best in all of college football, but they're preparing – Everybody who's not about to make it to the next level, they getting a job and they get paid, right? And, and they're growing as men right. and they're helping in the community and nobody else is doing that. Like, it wasn't even close. Like, the next best thing was some job fairs. I'm not about to throw no schools under the bus, but, like, just some career hiring fairs. Like, we've had those in high school, bro, which are great. But, like, what sets you apart, you know, from a, from a football standpoint? So, I think that was, that was the number one for sure, like, out of everything. And the number yeah. two – which I talked to somebody the other day, which I really never told anybody about, um, was the fact that I came on my Clemson visit and shout out to him. Jordan Sorrells was over the recruiting. And he, the man. he's the man. Uh, they, yeah. And he, um, 
he allowed me to wear uh, a Clemson jacket while it was raining. It was raining that day. And um, I think one of the best things he did was he made sure that it didn't come home with me. He was like, hey, we're going to need that jacket back. And the the integrity, man. The integrity. That stuck with me. That stuck with me. Wow. You know, um, you you hear some of these stories about these guys getting these McDonald's bags and whatnot. Like, (laughs) For him to know, like, I was, you know, I was feeling myself. I was a top-tier recruit. It, like, wasn't nothing sliding by Clemson. Wasn't nothing going home with, with some of these guys. Like, um, if, you know, the coaches weren't giving out nothing. I know players can give out whatever, but the coaches, coaches weren't letting nothing slide. But, and that was a, a big message from all across the staff. I'm like, I don't even know how I ever told Jordan that, but that really stuck with Bro, me. Bro. I really do. I ain't, I've known you for a while. I ain't ever even heard you even mention that. We get, shout yeah. out to Jordan Soros, one of my Jordan favorite Soros. people in the Clemson program. Yeah. Uh, we'll, def- we'll definitely post this clip because my man's got to get some love. But literally yeah. one of the best, if not the best recruiting coordinator out there in the country. Shout out. Um, but, bro, yeah, well, I'm glad Jordan Soros did that because if not, I wouldn't have met you like I do now, knowing you yeah. as, as well as I do. Uh, so glad you not take a jacket. It could have been a different story, bro. It could have been different. Um, but moving on, bro, just all right, so you come to Clemson. You obviously mm-hmm. decide this is where you, you want to spend the next four, but now obviously five years of your life. Uh, right. What was your welcome to Clemson moment? If you can recall, like one thing mm. where, where it welcomed you to college. Mm. Oh, that's easy. Definitely Waffle House. Um, I'm, I'm, from, I'm, I'm unaware. No, you, you know, it's when these D linemen, <laughs> it's when these D linemen take us to them cook sessions. Ah. Uh, yeah, yeah. And Clee and, and the Power Rangers, if you will, had a had a great uh, workout for me when I when I first me and XT when I first got there, uh, you know, speaking on uh, just kind of taking us under their wing. But it's kind of like you got to earn your stripes first. And uh, they had a, a great personal workout for me and XT. And you know, during the workout, just did a great job of reminding us, like, now nah, y'all all Americans, y'all five stars. It's easy, boom boom. <laughs> um, that was that was it. That was definitely the moment where I'm like, well, I'm here now, so uh, let's let's get to work. But uh, that was that was fun. That was, that was fun. But definitely my welcome to college moment. No longer in high school. No longer playing basketball. Uh, I am a Clemson football player. All right, future job. Mm-hmm. What you want to do? Future job. Would love to get in the after my NFL career. God willing, would love to get into coaching or uh, sports broadcasting. I'd love, love to do that. As the people can see, that'd be definitely very fitting. Uh, favorite game of your career? Ah, uh, I'd have to say probably it wasn't even like the best game I played, but probably the Boston College game this past year, just because yeah. right place, right time, got on the football and, and kind of clinched the win. And um, it was probably my favorite game because of hearing how it went for my parents. Like my mom would always say, like. Oh my goodness! They made a play, and she didn't really know what happened. But then, like everybody, like bombarded <laughs> them. Everybody bombarded them, and I uh, like, oh my goodness, KJ was on the ball, and and my dad, he he hadn't said it, but mom was like, yeah, that was definitely one of the happiest moments he's had, you know, watching me. So, you know, hearing that, you know, that was what that bought them. It definitely made it one of one of my favorite games to be a part of. Yeah. All right, bro. I I ask people. Every time they come here, because I'm going to put you in a bond. And you just got to go with it. And no, people are going to judge you for your answers. But you got to live with whatever you say. And I feel like you're a very well-spoken person. Uh, and so I feel like you can handle the weight of this. Uh, and don't and don't give anybody no honor. It's off the t- in your heart, in your core, 
you answer this question with all integrity. Who are <laughs> the top five defensive players that come through Clemson? Oh, okay. Um, you don't have to give any five. order. Just, just give me, just give me five. Give me five. I don't. I don't have to give you order. Just give you five. Okay. Well, let it be known first off that my defensive uh, Clemson knowledge is not the best. But <laughs> with that being said, um, I would have to. Uh, and yes, I'm so mad I have to say his name. Christian Wilkins is in my top five. Um, Isaiah Simmons is in my top five. Um, nice. mm, this is tough. Refrigerator Perry. Mm. That's, that's, that is a while back. Uh, that's a while back now. Jeff Davis. Oh, in the ring. Yeah, a boy on the stadium. Uh, Not the judge. Don't tell him I said that. He'll, Not he'll, the judge. He'll be, feeling, he'll be feeling himself now. He ain't going to let that one go. <laughs> And um, gotta go, gotta go with my my pass rusher. I, I think, I think Vic Beasley. He he was Ooh. just his his ability to his story is is what puts him in the top five. Because you can't being a running back and then you know then becoming on the edge and his last year doing what he did. Like yeah. I'd say I, that's off the top. That's off the top of my head. I'll live with it because I really yeah. had no idea what I was going to have to answer. And that was just kind of first kind of my couple of. Uh, that's a solid five, different. though. Obviously, you got, some, you got some honorable mention. People can interchange a couple. But that's a 100%. solid five. Like, I feel like you got a, a couple of ones that a lot, I think a lot of people put in there. So good top five. Yeah. Um, bro, oh, man, I appreciate you for coming on the podcast. Uh, yes, it's a great episode. Um, I guess the last thing is just. All right, so if you can end, I don't know. I want to ask this question, but I mean, we kind of talked about twenty twenty two. Like, what's the what's the vision? What's the goal? Like, you're it's your last year. You're going out, um, and you can just be very honest. You gotta dream big, you mm-hmm. know. That's what, what we believe in that program. What? How do you want to end this year? How do you want to end your your fifth year? Yeah, uh, definitely want to end it. You know, on top from a team goal. Um, you know, obviously, our goals align us to to put us in a position like that. Um, Alonis, we said win the closer just in, just if there were five undefeated teams and we didn't get chosen, you know, we still want to go out winners. But want to want to be on top of the mountain, man, when it's all said and done. I think that's what a lot of us came back for. Um, and then myself, really kind of the, the past success, really, I think my spring and, you know, alluding to the end of last season, um, you know, my goals really essentially were day by day and uh, having this, the right mindset because uh, that's when I was lacking early in my career. And ever since I've, I've kind of committed to the mindset of really just wanting to prove that, you know, I'm good enough to be on this stage. And essentially, like, kind of what we have now, not not only this stage would be a player on this D-line. You know, it's something you got to go earn every day and prove every day. I think Coach Keys kind of instilled that in me, is uh, proving that you deserve to be the guy. And um, that's kind of – that's whatever stems off that, you know, is what happens. But at the end of the day, my goal this season is prove that I deserve to be the guy. Um, come on, and so, come on. yeah, that that's kind of personally that that's kind of the mindset. You know, just an unapologetic uh, leader is what these guys are going to get out of me, and um, just proving every day to them, the coaches, and myself that I deserve to be the guy. Um, and then, like I said, you know, I think the best version of our individual selves collectively make the best team in the country, and 
hopefully that shows and, and we're in LA holding up the trophy. So that's the goal for us. That's the goal for us. Uh, look, I, I will be there. Uh, I love LA. Um, <laughs> I know you'll be there. There's no doubt look, about look, it. Look, I'll, 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 I'll be there. And I can't the best wait. fit. Gonna, the best gonna, fit you can find. We're going to be, we're going to be, we're going to be putting it all, you know, be, look, look we're going to be there. Bandana. Let's go. Come on. High to waters. The to the nines. Get the kicks. Uh, I don't know what they're gonna be, but they're gonna be wrinkled, wrinkled, wrinkled socks and uh, <laughs> some type of shoe. We gonna figure it out. Come on, come on. Well, bro, yeah. uh, appreciate you for making time. The Players Club podcast by the players for the people, and we've been on it with is. KJ Henry. Sign off, whatever you want to say. Hey, appreciate the invite. Appreciate the love. Uh, great platform. Great thing, brother. Rinse is doing here. Y'all stay tuned in. As always, go sure. Tigers. Hopefully you guys enjoyed the episode with KJ, uh, one of my favorite teammates, uh, a joy to be around, ultimately just all around great guy and wish him nothing but success in his fifth year coming back and wish him uh, just the the ride of his life. Hopefully they make it to LA because I will definitely be in attendance. Uh, I would love to see Clemson back on top. We're definitely due for one. And I really feel like the, the makings of that team with like leadership like, like him and other guys, I think they really have a chance to make it happen. So let's see. Um, but it was just good to hear. I don't know. He had a lot of good stuff in there. So you guys hopefully will learn something, laugh about something, encourage. What about that quote? Encourage about something like all day above. But thank him. Uh, and then just want to thank you guys, seriously, for tuning in to another episode. It really means a lot. Um, I'm going to keep trying to get people on here that you guys want to hear from and keep, continue to make the make the platform better, keep, continue to grow it. But just I can't do it without you guys. So continue to subscribe, like, share, comment on all the platforms. Uh, We've got to 3,000. We're almost halfway to 4,000. Uh, well, between between 3,000 and 4,000. So let's uh, let's make that jump. Let's get to 4,000. Another another goal for the Players Club podcast. Let's hit it uh, along the way to continue to, to grow this thing. So thank you guys once again for tuning in. It's been episode 23, uh, the Players Club podcast, a podcast by the players for the people. And I'm your host, Gary Richard. See you guys next week.